Hello, it's January 16th, 2024. It's a new year and it's a new podcast. Yep, Talking Around the House is now just going to be called The Terry McHugh Show. Talking Around the House is now just going to be called The Terry McHugh Show. It's going to have bits and pieces of everything I try to do online. Because like, I try to do a news thing online. I try to do stand-up comedy clips online. You know, I, I, and I thought, well, what if I just take all of that stuff on the podcast, ram it all together, we'll call it The Terry McHugh Show. Uh, it's going to come from the bar every week. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I built my own bar. Why did I build my own bar? Closing the pubs. When they closed the pubs, the English, the Scottish, everyone was like, oh my God, they're closing the pubs. What are we going to do? They're going to go for one more pay. This is terrible. They're closing the pubs. Northern Ireland, they're closing the pubs. Fuck it. I'll build me own. <laughs> and that's how this is going to work. There's going to be wee stand-up clips. There's going to be stuff about the news. There's going to be me just talking about life in general. Uh, I'm going to have a thing called the running joke because I'm still running. Uh, anyone that listened to this previous will know that I started running and I ran the Belfast Half Marathon. And then in August... Uh, which was the last time I recorded one of these things. I ran the Antrim Coast, North Coast Half Marathon. Uh, I'd done that in just over two hours. I think it was two hours and five minutes. Uh, what I've now done is I've signed up to the Omaha Half Marathon, which I'm told is a hilly pain in the ass, but we're going to do it anyway. And uh, I am toying with the idea, and you heard it here first, I am toying with the idea of trying to do the Belfast Marathon in May. I might do it I may not do it. More on that later. Uh, but I did a thing in October where I ran 5K every day uh, to raise money for prostate cancer. And what I did was I put a video up every day of me doing the run just to sort of prove I was doing it and not just asking people for money and sitting at home doing nothing. And I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll do a wee joke every day. And it became the running joke. So the running joke is going to be part of this. Uh, you may have seen a thing I tried to do years ago called News from the Island, which is me talking about local news. Well, that's going to get stuck in here as well. Uh, there might be sketches. There might, basically, it's a show that will have lots of different things all piled in, and we'll see what happens. Now, I know last year I was sporadic with it, right? Like, you might have got a, an episode, you know, the first week of April and then not heard from me again until the last week of July. And people, people message me, well, where's the next podcast? I asked, there's someone out there, I was their most listened to podcast on Spotify. Now, that person knows who they are. They're also mental. Uh, so people wanted it. So this is, I'm, I promise you, in 2024, this will be weekly, okay? I haven't decided what day it's going to be. It's going to be weekly. How about you tell me when you want it, right? Because you can get in touch with me uh, on... Terry McHugh at terrymchughcomedy.com. You can get in touch with me there. I'm going to get a WhatsApp number for this thing as well. So you tell me, you tell me what day would suit you for me to release this. Uh, because it's from the bar, it means I can set up cameras and stuff and film this as well. Yep, going to have a video one of these too. Yeah, I know I'm late to that game, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a film. We'll have the occasional guest. It might be a member of my family. It might be another comedian. I don't know. There's going to be... 
like episodes of this where it's the Terry McHugh show coming from the car on the way to a gig, right? That's going to be a feature we're going to call Nothing Funny Happened on the Way to the Gig. Uh, and I'm thinking of doing uh, episodes where I talk to other comedians about the worst gigs they've ever had. Like, genuinely, I watch a lot of comedian podcasts and it's, it's comedians all sitting around laughing their asses off at each other's stuff. I was like, ha, 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 we're so funny, isn't this brilliant? Lose control, throw head back, ha, ha, ha. You never see them talking about the days they died on their asses. So I'm thinking of doing a, every so often, an episode of this, which me and another comedian talking about the worst parts of stand-up comedy. Those parts when you're in the car on the way home and you're never going to leave your house ever again. Never mind leave your house to go to another gig. Uh, might call it quitting comedy. Few people lined up for that. So, but that's further on down the line. Right now, all of us is about doing this regularly and entertaining you and being funny. So, Last one of these I did was August. What has happened since August, apart from me running every day in October? We have big news. Big, big news in the McHugh house. We have a new member of the family. Some of you will know him from the Facebook page and Instagram. By the way, you can follow me at Terry McHugh Comedy on Facebook. Terry McHugh Comedy on Instagram. I think I'm on TikTok as well. I think that's Terry McHugh Comedy as well. If you're on my Instagram or your Facebook, you will know that the new member of the family is Bruno. Yes, who's lying here right now with his balls out, <laughs> chewing away at something. Hello, Bruno. What's the crack? Now, I would tell Bruno to say hello, but Bruno doesn't bark. So you don't. Bruno doesn't bark. At all. I, think I've, I can count one hand the many times I've heard him bark. But Bruno's awesome. Like, we me and the kids have wanted a dog for ages. Uh, but Mrs. McHugh was always dead against it. Isn't that right, Bruno? Mrs. McHugh didn't want a dog. No, she didn't. Oh, we're going to rub you. Oh, you want your rubber tummy? Rubber tummy, Bruno. Yes. But Mrs. McHugh didn't want a dog, right? I, I can understand why, because she's the poor one that has to sort of clean up after him and stuff. Because the kids are useless. Well, we want a dog. Well, there's a dog. Don't do anything with it. Get down to me. Uh, so she didn't want a dog. But then her sister's pup had dogs. No, her sister's dog had pups. And Mrs. McHugh was going up to visit. Right, down, 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 down. Sit, sit. Go get, go fetch. But her sister's dog had pups. And then Mrs. McHugh was going up to visit her sister. And she'd be playing away with the pups and all the rest. And it was this wee tiny one, because they're pups, they're tiny. And he was brown and light brown and just cool looking. And I know she slowly but surely fell in love with him. So we all started to sort of work on her, sort of going, maybe we could get one of them pups. And she's like, we're not getting a pup. I said, well, look at that one, that one's cool. And the more she went up to visit, the more she loved this pup. And then I went up to see him. And the minute I seen him, I went, I'm taking this one home. So we had to work on her a wee bit. Uh, in fairness to my sister and brother-in-law, they... That Bruno, I think, was for somebody else, but when they seen me want them, they went, yeah, let, let them have them. So we brought them home, and uh, all the names. I, originally, it was going to be called Doug, because of the dog from Up. You know, the one that goes, oh, look, squirrel. Uh, so we were going to be called Doug, but someone in the house didn't like that. And then he was going to be Einstein, uh, or Copernicus, from Back to the Future. But people didn't like... I think Mrs. McHugh liked Einstein because she's like a chemistry teacher and all the rest. So it was sort of, but the kids weren't mad keen on that. Then he was going to be... Aaron wanted to call him Sandy because of uh, Annie. There's a dog in Annie called Sandy. But I always... I reckon Sandy was a girl's name for a dog. She reckons not. 
but I was like, no, I can't call him Sandy. That's a girl's name. So it wasn't Sandy. And then what was the next one came along? Scooby? No, Scrappy. Everyone wanted to call him Scrappy. So he was close to being a Scrappy. Then I was like, no, that doesn't suit him either. Uh, I wasn't allowed to call him Slash or Axel or name him after any Celtic players. Uh, So then we were stuck. Like, you think of a name, we were thinking about it. And then someone said, what about Bruno? And I went, well, what about Bruno? And we looked at him and went, Bruno. And that was it. It stuck. Then the Bruno. That's your name now. Bruno. Yes. Hello. Hello. Good Bruno. Good boy. So he was Bruno and that was it. Um, and then the great thing about calling him Bruno is it means when Mrs. McHugh's shouting at me for not doing anything with him and she's sitting there going, well, you never help with the dog and the dog this and the dog that, the dog the other. I can turn around and say, that dog has a name, you know. And she goes, yeah, Bruno. And then I get to turn around and go, we don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. And if you haven't seen that movie, you'll get that joke, but I don't care. Fucking hilarious. Go watch Encanto and you'll get that joke. See you well. So yeah, Bruno takes up a lot of time now, don't you, Bruins? Don't you, Bruins? Uh, I remember Trisha saying, oh, it's like having another baby. I, was like, I don't remember bringing any of my babies outside the pee and poo, but there you go. There you go. Well done, Bruno. Uh, you might notice that as well. Try not to swear. I'm trying not to swear on podcasts and on stage and in videos and all the rest. Uh, I managed to... I'm, I, Managed to do a gig the other night. Because we're out in tour again, we're out, I'm out in tour with Jake again at the moment. We have done, what all have we done? We've done, started off in Uri. First night was in Uri. Lovely. Lovely. And it was really weird because normally, you know, it takes a couple of nights just to, for the set to be set. Uh, so I jumped up in Uri, had a great night, first half, it was first night of the tour, it was brilliant. Uh, and I only swore three times. Three times. I said, fuck, uh, which for me, like, I mean, Jesus Christ, me saying fuck three times in a set, I used to say six times in a sentence. And it wasn't, not, not because, you know, people say, oh, it's because you're nervous. And other people were saying, oh, you think it adds to the joke. It's not, it's just the way I talk. It's like people from North Belfast, like, it's almost like punctuation for us. You know what I mean? Instead of commas and full stops, we've got fucks. Uh, and that's all it was. It was like it was just the way I talked. I actually watched a video of me, and there was a sentence where I said, or fucking, I think nine times in one sentence, and it wasn't a very long sentence. And it's jarring, you know what I mean? So I thought, and then you can't put stuff online for it, and you know, people, you know, TV and radio ring you go, we want something to promote one of your shows, and you're like, everything I have is sweary. Uh, so I'm not swearing, and I'm, and I was having to work on it. Now I'm not even having to work on it. Now it's just natural. You see, I am improving. I am bettering myself. Uh, new year, new me. No, that nonsense. Hit that crap. Hit that new year, new me rubbish. Uh, it's like, you know, there's a man of mine every year. I'm going off cigarettes. That's my new year's resolution. Ten past midnight, first of January, 2024. Guarantees a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. It's like, oh, new year, new me. It's fuck off. Just be, just be what you are, you know what I mean? Like, because all a New Year's resolution does is set you up for failure. You know, because you go, right, yeah, whoa, I'm going to go off the drink. Two weeks into January, you have a beer. There you go. You, your, your year has started on failure. And, and like, who was, like, me and my, I went out, we, after a show, 
She had the show in Uri, show in Cookstown. Cookstown was about, ugh, I listened to it back, and at one point I, cr- I dropped a punchline, and all you could hear was the creak of the stage as I walked across it, wondering what was wrong with these people. Uh, then the next thing we had Anniskellen. Anniskellen, always lovely. Thank you, Anniskellen. You were brilliant. And then we had two shows in Newton Abbey, which were awesome. A show in Lauren, which is pretty good for Lauren. Uh, then we had. Portaferry the other night, it was in Portaferry the other night. I only just made it to the gig in time. And the way that place is, you have to come in the front door. I had to run through uh, the audience with you know, sort of half getting dressed when I'm on my way and was out the back, hello, how are you, on stage, and then out, and then off stage straight to the car and up to my sister's house for her 30th birthday party. Uh, I, got, I, I left my house at 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, went to work, Left work, went. So I left my house at 8 o'clock in the morning. I didn't see it again until 4 o'clock the next morning. I was basically on the go for almost 24 hours. Because I'm a trooper. But after the gig in Newton Abbey, went drinking, went up to the Bellevue uh, with my two oldest mates who I've hung about with since I was 10. Which is weird. There's not many people out there at the age of 43 are still as close with and hanging about with and see as much of their mates from when they were 10 and see to be honest with you the three of us haven't really changed much uh, in those 30 odd years don't get me wrong we've got older and fatter and greyer but mentally we have not changed much so when I, and like one way he wasn't drinking he's off the drink for uh, January and you're like mate of all do it in February just get through January drinking and smoking and doing all the things that make you happy and then come February when you're not skint and wondering how you're going to feed your kids, then do the stuff. You know, so just, just January's just, January's your cheap month. Do you know what? All bets are off in January. They should make a new rule where you can do whatever you want in January, right? January's just anything goes, doesn't matter, do whatever. And then February, you go, okay, I'm going to stop dicking about now because it's February. Because like, Jesus, January's the most miserable month going. How could you do January without booze? It's the only thing that gets me through January. Because obviously you've overspent the Christmas and now you're skint. You know what I mean? Like yesterday was meant to be Blue Monday. It was like, oh, this is the most depressing day of January. Every day in January is depressing. That's the way the world works. We've got to name everything. But no. <laughs> Blue Monday. Uh, so I've made no resolutions. I'm going off nothing. I'm going off nothing. I'm not stopping anything. Uh, I'm just going to carry on doing what I'm doing and if anything what I've said is I'm going to do more stuff like this I'm going to do more of the podcast I'm going to post more videos which by the way I posted a video every day in December and nobody watched them I posted them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and Twitter nothing, they got nothing put a photograph of that bloody dog up oh everyone loves the dog to the point I mentioned the dog the other night in Portofari and someone from the back of the room shouted oh I love Bruno it's like, yeah, you're here, you know, the, the dog is now more um, popular than me. I was going to say famous, but it wouldn't be hard to be f- more famous than me. I'm not even famous in my own house. Now, trust me, going forward, these will have more structure. This is just really me just rambling. But that's what it's been. That's what this has always been. Uh, news-wise at the minute, um, we have the strikes on Thursday. <gasps> I'm gigging on Thursday. I'm a Balamina on Thursday. And they would have called... Uh, the road services apparently aren't going to be gritting the roads on Thursday, so I have to get from Oma to Balamina in this cold snow ice with no grit in the roads and try not to die. 
both figuratively and actually uh, trying to down stage, trying to down away home. But strikes on Thursday, teachers are out, road services are out. Every, it's basically everyone, and they do. They need to bring this place to its knees. They need to bring Northern Ireland to its knees for a day. And maybe, just maybe, those fucking idiots in the DUP will turn around and go, "Do you know what?" Let's go and sort those people out and all our mundane crap that we're worried about, like flags and invisible borders and stickers on food. Oh, there's an EU sticker on that food. It's a disgrace. We're less British now. All that crap. Just work on all that after you've sorted out these people. But the problem is, right, with the bones going on strike, not all of them, right? I'm, I am up with teachers, up with public sector, up with nurses, up everybody, doctors, like, tell you go out and strike go go after them but here's the thing i know a teacher who's going on strike and it's not mrs McHugh. mrs McHugh is a teacher but it's not her i know a teacher up in belfast who is going on strike because of budget cuts and the fact they don't have fair pay that teacher in an election has told me that at the next election he will go in and he will vote dup regardless now, the DUP have been told, here's three and a half billion pound. Now, that's, that's numbers that you can't even start to fathom. Three and a half billion pounds. Here you go. That'll sort out the public pay thing. You know, you can give them all their pay raises and give people the money that they're actually worth and deserve and earn. If you go back into Stormont. Three and a half billion pounds. Everyone's getting paid. The DUP said no, we don't want that because of the stickers on the food and the paperwork. Get down, Bruno. Jesus, go away. Uh, you know, that's what they're saying. No, we don't want that. No, we don't need that. Three and a half million pounds. Them poor people over there, you know, they can work for four and five and six thousand pounds less than this is people doing the same job across the water. Right? And this is what I love. Oh, we're less British because of the stickers on the food. Well, if you don't, right, but, but so you don't want that. You don't want stickers in your food that don't be on the food in London, but you're quite happy for a teacher in Dundonald to be paid less than a teacher doing the exact same job in Dunfermline. You know, so at what point do you want to be less British? Because that person is clearly not on party with that British person over there. So is the teacher on less money, less British? Well, according to DUP, apparently not. But this guy's going out, he's going on strike because he's not getting enough money, which he hasn't. And because budget, like they pay, apparently for every pound spent on a kid in a classroom across the water, kid over here gets 59p. So the kids over here, the budgets on the, the money getting spent on each pupil is almost half of what's getting paid across the water. But the DUP are upset that they're less British because of some stickers and an invisible border. No, you, you, want, you want to be the same as Britain? Well then go take the three and a half billion pound that you're being offered, spend it on public pay and on kids in schools so that the kid in school here is getting the pound spent on him while the kid across the water is getting the pound spent on him. And then, everyone, then, then everyone's equal and that's, oh, you're just as equal as the British person over there. Oh, it's all more British now. But the guy going out... Striking, and then he'll quite happily vote for the EUP. I mean, I think that's why Northern Ireland's in the state it's in. Basically because we have people who, like, they would vote themselves into poverty because of a flag. You know, and, you're, and if you're listening internationally and you've no idea what I'm talking about, a striking teacher voting for the DUP is more insane than a turkey voting for Christmas. It really is. It's just mental. Bruno, would you stop trying to eat the socks? This is what Bruno does. He eats my, he eats your feet. 
Like, I know all dogs chew shoes, but he tries to chew your shoes while you're wearing them. Here, get the ball. Get the ball. Go get the ball. Yep, Bruno. Oh, you got the ball. Good, Bruno. Don't worry, every week's not going to have Bruno bouncing about in the background, going mad. Go lie down. I wish I could be told to just go lie down. Be brilliant. Oh, there you go. There you go. So hopefully I make it to Balamine on Thursday, and then Saturday we are in Lisbon. I've been to Lisbon in donkey's ages. Uh, so I think there's still a few tickets left for Balamina. So if you're listening to this in Balamina and you have nothing to do on Thursday night, come see us. It's a weird night to be doing comedy on Thursday. Uh, in Balamina. Like, who wants to go to Balamina on a Thursday? No offence, Balamina people. Right, I'm going to go because that noise you can hear is Bruno trying to bring me his bowl. You're obviously... You hungry, Bruno? Do you want your dinner? Do you want your dinner, Bruno? Right, let's get you your dinner. Let's get you your dinner. Right, get the ball. Get the ball. And I'll get you your dinner. Right, guys. Thanks for listening. As I say, this was a mess because I just thought, right, get one of these done. Let people know we've changed it. So it's now the Terry McHugh Show. It's going to be weekly. There's going to be segments. Oh, my God. Segments and features and stuff. And I promise, I promise the people who have asked for this and the people who want this, I promise you that I will do this weekly, that I will commit it this time and we'll get it done. So listen, if you've listened this far, thank you very, very much. I shall speak to you again next week. Go Bruno, get the ball.